alert. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? Tonight on No Fucking ZD, we'll talk about Furio checking in with the prick doctor, Tony fucking his mother, and Hillary spinning the shit into gold. So rinse your dishes, it's an all new episode of No Fucking ZD. All right. Welcome to No Fucking ZD, episode 38. We're getting to a, a great episode here. Just a great episode. Episode 38. Like, who fucking who 38. knew? <laughs> fucking 38. In just a little over a year, we somehow managed to do that. Which Really? Is, is that how long it's been? We premiered last June, and it's it's now uh, August while we're recording this for people in the future. It's uh, yeah, August when, the, when the aliens find this podcast and jazz music and baseball, <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll know about, yes. about human uh, culture. That was America. Uh, yeah, we, we we recorded the first one in December of 2014, so it's been it's been a little longer for us. We did. Yeah, we waited a little while, and then nah, whatever. We'll do with when the the oral history later down the line. We'll, we'll Is this. the website almost ready? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's been it's just sitting there actually. My GeoCities um, account is almost expired. So yeah, no, I'm I use Angel Fire it. actually. Angel Fire, Fire yeah. sick. Uh, and you can contact. Contact us about that on uh, AIM if you want. We're, gonna, we're, we're definitely going to have a picks section. So, yeah. <laughs> we should. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, you specifically, Evan. And uh, audience, I guess, as well. Don't patronize me. Yes. Uh, I will. We are talking about Amorfu, Amofo today. Um, which, Amorfo or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which I, I actually do. I, this is one of the best Sopranos episodes, I think. This I've said that before, but... This for is, real this, this is ar- arguably one of my favorite episodes yeah yeah on Unar- it's not arguable actually yeah no, i don't know why either. people say that. it's not i mean I, I guess it's like not an opinion when they say arguably yeah true like, i also will always be like not gonna lie or listen honestly like as if i would lie about what my favorite sopranos episode was not, um, not for nothing yeah <laughs> this is one of the best fucking episodes it, it really is actually it's a great great like you know, like Sopranos in a nutshell episode. Yeah. And, and unlike many of the David Chase season finale Mm. extravaganzas, as we start to get toward the end of things, this has some shit that happens, Mm -hmm. but it also sets up some crazier shit for the actual finale. Yeah. I guess that's true. There's a bow on a couple of things here. Yeah. Um, but you know, our, our friend Giacomo, (laughs) Gets into Jack. a little, gets into a little trouble. Yeah, he's fucked. He's fucked. <laughs> you can exactly. see his eyes. He's, he's fucked. fucked. Yeah. Uh, little Lord Fuckpants uh, <laughs> makes some bad, bad decisions this time around. Um, and let's get right to it before the crank wears off. Uh, <laughs> <Jack>. <laughs> That's what, by the way, you guys, we consider quitting this podcast. We sit out in the car, mm-hmm. and we stare at each other, and we go like, <laughs> we consider going to a strip club basically yeah. instead of doing the podcast. Right. Before and, every episode, we're like, fuck this. Let's just go to the shore. <laughs> yeah. and, and then Brendan do. always says, Let's do it before the crank wears off. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't even say yes. I just walk in. Exactly. We just put our masks on. We're, we've been wearing masks every episode, by the way. We're Ski actually, masks. We should say we're back at Spaceman Sound, which True. is kind of fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like home. This is the first. This is where it all began. A nice yeah. little warehouse in Brooklyn. Uh, and uh, and it feels nice. It does. It feels like home. It's hot out here. It is a little hot. Yeah, we, we have to turn the AC off to do the show. So yeah. please, if you guys are nice and, and cold in your, in your cars, your homes, your cubicles. feel bad for us. 
Um, so I guess let's get right into to Jack. I mean, you know, big episode. I wish he was playing Scrabble in this episode. Me too. Yeah. You know what I also wish? And maybe I'll edit this out. I really wish we named last week's episode Ass Poo The. Just like <laughs> ass period, poo period, the period. I thought about that afterwards and that would have been a great one. So that's the, that's the other title for last week's episode, by the way. Can it be in parentheses like, like, uh, you know, like a song title? Yeah. And like. It's like ask who the and then in parentheses. I mean, if you want to or whatever he says, <laughs> or like unless <laughs> you, you want, want to, to. <laughs> yeah, something or, like or that. something that Meadow screams at him yeah. while like, don't talk to me ever again. Yeah, uh, no Meadow this episode, although uh, you know she's kind of on the back of Tony's mind, in the back of Tony's mind. Oh no, she's in the very first scene actually. Now that I'm thinking about this, doing what? Uh, she's at the Brooklyn Museum with Carmelo. Oh, that's the Brooklyn Carmelo Museum. <laughs> Anthony, yes, fuck! Correct. I made that joke before we started recording, and then I just did it. Yes, her mother, Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, and <laughs> Meadow. You know, Carmela has a really, you know, she's a superstar, but she has a really disappointing uh, mm-hmm. team leadership <laughs> strategy. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really think the Knicks are going to do it this year. And there's always rumors about where she's going to go at the end of the season, but it, it never works out. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony actually goes to his priest and considers leaving the Knicks. Yeah. All the time. Like, all the time. Yeah. And he cries. And his, and his Jewish therapist is like, you're taking blood money. That's yeah. blood money from the New York Knicks. <laughs> um, so there is a little bit of her, but uh, it's more about her, her ex-boyfriend now. Um, Carmela, uh, uh, about Meadows' ex-boyfriends, uh, not the wallpaper man, not not Carmela's ex-boyfriend. It's the wallpaper man. Um, because uh, Jack decides that this is his time to step up, which was the original title of this episode, according to the commentary. The and time to step up, just step step up or stepping up. Um, then maybe that movie Step Up, like, came, is, yeah. I feel like there's a cheerleading movie called Step Up or Step It Up. Yeah, or is it Step Up or, or no? That's like a Step Up is like one of the dance movies that I definitely don't watch every single night. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. Um, when the internet's down and you need something to crank it to. Yeah, you know, so. Um, but yeah, so Step Stepping Up or Step Up was uh, the original title of the episode. And uh, because that's kind of what Jack Jr. tries to do and uh, fails pretty spectacularly, spectacularly Boy, at this. Boy, does he suck at it. He, yeah. He just, he's not good at it. Yeah. His friends are shitty. Yeah. I mean, shitty mobsters. They might be nice guys. I don't know. Dino seems nice. He seems... <laughs> Stupid, but nice. So you'd, you'd give Dino a set of keys to your place so he can get oh, your no, mail no, while no, you're out of town? No, certainly not. But I, I would go to the pizza parlor with him. <laughs> I would get a slice. <laughs> Just to watch him yell at people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, you know, he's feeling, uh, he's broken up with Meadow. She's broken up with him, I guess. And uh, she doesn't want to talk to him ever again. Right. And uh, and so now, you know, uh, he's going to his, his, his sort of stepfather kind of I guess uh, Ralphie instead of you know his other like de facto father and Tony yeah and uh, and Ralph uh, you know is not a great influence and he's he's <laughs> say that again he's cool with taking their money and then also telling him and Dino that they need to show more initiative which I think puts the idea in their head that they're they want to they need to do something this kid is confused you know yeah. because he keeps getting all these mixed messages it really is I mean as much as things are quite often sort of like contained within a season actually mm-hmm. that's not always true like the pussy thing went over a couple of seasons yeah i like how the ralph thing it takes fucking forever to metastasize yeah me too and like this is but we've gotten a lot of kind of right off the bat when ralph was around you know you knew that he he was going to be a little bit of a nemesis for tony yeah. you could feel that pushback snake it in the felt grass. a little snake in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Yiddish have a saying, the way that it begins is the way that it ends. Oh, okay. And uh, I like that. Yeah, me too. 
like this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's like it's really <laughs> shitty, like start to finish. We thought it was going to get better. Yeah, it'll end, end with us rambling over uh, any Lennox song. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Trust me, that's going to be it. Yeah. And if, you know, if the if the rapture comes, I want to be sitting here rambling to, so to, do to I, yeah. an Annie Lennox song. <laughs> Seriously, because that's what the aliens are going to find. They're going to find us talking over Annie Lennox and they're going to be like, this is what they did. Exactly. This was very important to the humans. <laughs> um, but what I was, all I was trying to say was that like this, this sort of rivalry between uh, Ralphie and Tony has like taken on many forms. Yes. They, they sort of work well for each other there. It's a practical relationship, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that does work really well. But um, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's going to have kind of a spectacular ending next season, mm -hmm. which is really going to be, quite exciting it is I yeah think. yeah i agree because like the kind of the easy way out would have been for all that to happen in this season yeah. and like this would be the episode where ralphie dies or, or next week or whatever or maybe and ralphie is just like a permanent cast member you know yeah, what i mean yeah. it's like and he maybe he gets off in like some i never saw ralphie in a shootout per se he's more of a mm -hmm. like uh, a, like a kitchen fight kind of guy, <laughs> but, but like uh or like a bowling alley fight maybe right but um he you know I think that the way that Ralphie does wind up going is like one of the great parts of this story. And we're getting like some, you know, one of the main things here because, you know, and, and, and we'll get to this someday mm -hmm. in season four, mm -hmm. you know, when, when Tony really blows a stack at Ralphie, he says a lot of things that could be about what he's actually like, what kind of like was the straw that broke the horse's back. Mm -hmm. But they could mean something about, you know, about, uh, what's her name? Kelly. Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet Tracy. Uh, <laughs> he could be talking about Tracy. He could also be talking about Jackie. Because, yeah, I guess so. And, and, and Tony sort of does allude to the fact that he feels like it's Ralph's fault. Like he does yes. rub his face in it a little bit in this episode. Yeah, totally. Uh, that, route, that Jack went off the rails. Yeah. And we'll, we, we'll, we should dedicate a lot of time to that scene when we get there. Cause that's, I think that's one of my favorite scenes of the series that sit down that Ralphie and Tony have in the back of the pork store back at Um Brendan's but, holding up a sign that says, hold your horses yeah. right now. <laughs> and also an applause sign for yeah. some reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, it, uh, it is Ralphie's fault in mm -hmm. well, many ways, though, because I mean, like, so in that first scene or one of the first scenes with Jackie, when they're in the back of um, uh, when they're in Ralphie's lair, I actually don't remember at the moment where that's that place is really supposed it's, to be. It's probably that, in Newark, but I love but like in the back of is that an apartment or that, is that's not that's not in the back of another strip club. It really. No, no, no I don't think so. It looks like there would be more chicks around. I think, yeah. Burning. Well, I guess there's like pool tables and stuff in the front because that's where pussy ran from, I believe. Mm, yeah, maybe. But so well, like I, I, I want to say that it's like it's like some sort of Italian American social club. OK. Yeah. Like that's maybe. that's what it looks like that's to probably, me. Yeah. Like the architecture. It's like so delightfully dated. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. There's like glass block in the wall. Yeah. And it, there's like a bar for some reason in an office. You know what I mean? That's like that's classic Italian-American right. cultural center <laughs> shit. Right. You know? Sure. Um, you know, wherever it is, uh, uh, Dino and Jack have shown up with some cash. Um, <laughs> 300 bucks. Three, <laughs> still. I mean, and, I'd take the 300, but like, come on. Yeah, exactly. But Ralphie thinks it's cute. I think he's like, oh yeah, this is, this is cute. Sure. Like, yeah, like you guys are with me kind of sort yeah, of now. Sure. Um, but, you know, they're, they, 
you know, like I said, like he knows Jack knows that Tony's pretty much cut him off or he can't really go to Tony about this anymore and couldn't really couldn't really in the first place anyway, because Tony just didn't want him to have anything to do with the mob life. Right, right, um, right. But, you know, it's really it is Ralphie who says, like, take some more initiative, like, you know, step up basically in that scene. You know, it's like if you want me to get your back, I'm going to need a little more than this. And so the well, idea it's not is all in one scene, though. Right. Well, it's then, like right. it's it's because I like how they. They're so stupid and lazy. They're not even focused on it. It really is kind of a, a a split second decision for them to go and like completely ruin their lives. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's the thing. That's that's what the word dangerous means. You know, <laughs> right. um, it's like it's just one of those because like the one of my favorite scenes and I think some of the best acting from from Joey Pants is when he's making cocoa for himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's asking if they have marshmallows laying around. <laughs> and 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 Jackie and Dino are sitting there and they're like they they just look like idiots. Even sitting at a fucking kitchen table they look stupid. They look yeah, they they do. They look ridiculous. <laughs> um and they you know what's before that Ralphie thing though. I mean, they they kind of have a, a little bit of a choice early cuz they they do meet Christopher at the uh, you know, at the at the pizza parlor early in the episode. And right. Chris kind of says to them, like, you know, you can come with me, basically. You know, I've, this uh, isn't the, the cigarette truck. card. C- no, cigarette yeah, yeah. Chris's favorite, of course, um, as he says. And uh, and so they have a choice there to kind of go with, like, oddly enough, because this will never really happen again in the whole series. Yeah. But, like, Chris is, like, the smart one in the room for a second. And, like, the leader for, like, a brief second. Like, he's kind of, like, you know, the elder statesman who's, like... Well, I know, think we were saying last week, he's kind of come into his own a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, so they, they had the choice early on in the beginning. Like, you know, it's either kind of go the Ralphie way, uh, which, you know, any smart person would look at and be like, I don't think this is a good idea. Or go with Chris, which is also not a great idea at all. Um, yeah. You know, the guy with the giant, like, scar on his forehead now because he chased a Russian into the woods in the middle of the winter. Love it. Um, <laughs> love it. Love it. But, um, you know, so they, 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 they make their decision. You know, they don't make the decision to do the robbery right then. But, like, that kind of is one of the things, one of the few things that, like, seals their fate over the episode. Well, it proves that they're morons. Because they are, here's, yeah. here's the thing. Chrissy's hijack sounds kind of, I mean... And listen, I'm th- like, this is all relative, right? You know, yes. our jobs are relatively not dangerous and they don't hurt that many people except with our work and right. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. but, but, uh, <laughs> A lot of broken hearts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my art is my weapon, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but Chrissy's kind of like, Hey, we're going to do this kind of spick and span thing that I've done like a million times. We're going to yeah. jack a truck of cigarettes. Which sounds like they're going to point a gun at a dude like in Georgia. Yeah. And then like take the cigarettes out of his truck yeah, and leave. Or, or even easier than that, maybe. Because isn't, isn't there, there's an episode like way later down the line. Like I think in the episode where Chris has to go, go away. It's and, when like, Adriana's pooping. Yeah. Like isn't the truck just like backed up into a, don't they? Oh no, Chris does have to travel to do it. So yeah. So I, I want to say, they, go load, I wanna say they load it into a different truck or something. Right. Yeah, they probably do. The yeah. point is it's it would be ki- easier. It's a, yeah, this is a fairly tidy heist. It's something Chris, as we've seen, has done a million times. Yeah. One of those times a guy shot himself or <laughs> got shot by a gun that fell, but still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably would it be like Chris, maybe Furio or I don't know, Eugene, uh, maybe not Eugene, but one of, yeah, one of the l- lower level guys, it would have been like five people back up 
up, you know. He wants something simple because he was just fucking marooned in the Pine Barrens for like yeah, 14 hours true, yeah. or something. Exactly. You know, so he's like, I'm going to go hijack some cigarettes and smoke these bitches. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, but, we, we should point out that Chris just wants to smoke a truck full of cigarettes. Yeah, he's exactly. not making money off them. Yeah. I mean, it does, but it, 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 they're idiots because they could have done this heist. It would have yielded them a fuckload more than 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. And also Chris knows what he's doing. And it's like, I, I hate to sound like someone telling me about how to get into the industry that I work in, mm-hmm. but they would have learned something <laughs> from Chris. <laughs> they really would have, actually. You know? I like, know. Instead of, instead of going and doing this heist with someone who really knows what he's doing and someone who's actually just interested in the money. Like, Chris doesn't strike me. Chris isn't, like, terribly bloodthirsty. Yeah. Not Gen- to, most of the time. He's he's he, matured he, a little bit. He he's yeah. he was always with the scenarios before, but now I think he's like, oh. Now he's just chasing the money because right. that's the thing that stressed him out the most about being made, right? Right, yeah. So, like, I feel like the cigarette heist is Chrissy just being like, yeah, we're just going to go do this. It's like, it's a fu- it sounds like a simple ATM machine type thing, you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, it's, they'd learn something. and But instead they're like, oh, we're going to, like, figure this out on our own. Yeah. Yeah. And they suck at it. They suck at it. They think they're way tougher than they are when they, they intimidate those those Hispanic people <laughs> to get the fuck out of the pizza place and yeah, break, it's break like, the guy's black glass bottles that he's yeah. been collecting. Um, and this, and I, I felt bad for the dude running the pizza parlor. Me but it's too. Like, that's your collection? <laughs> Is those like 10 like things? cream sodas and stuff? It's like a little fernet thing or something like that. Is that what it was? Yeah. I thought it was like Boylan's sodas or whatever they're called. I think they were like little nips of like old Fournette. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter because they're broken. Right. Thanks to Jackie. Right. Yeah, they are. They're definitely shitty gangsters. And, uh, and, you know, we'll see that play out over the course of the episode. Um, but they get this idea from, you know, from Ralphie from, and from Tony's own life, really this, like this, where we first learned about Feech Lamana and there's this whole card game thing. He tells this story like it's a fucking bedtime thing. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's still new and, and fun and interesting. You know, like I, I don't yeah. think we'd ever really heard too much about that or at least not all the details of it. Right. Like, I feel like it no. does get mentioned once before maybe but i don't think so i don't i can't remember i mean i feel like you might be right but i really have no idea yeah um again first time watcher today today was the first time we've watched the show yeah um so you know tony and jack senior and one other guy that they mentioned uh puss and silvio they had like their own crew along with ralphie um, right, 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 right. Which I would, I've always been against the Sopranos prequel, but I would, I would watch that prequel of them at like 19 years old, just like selling weed and all this other shit, and like banging hippie broads. <laughs> sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty cool. Um, they, uh, they successfully do what Jack and Dino don't do this episode, which is rob a card game without murdering anyone and shooting at made guys. Right. They're easy on the murder and the made guys, but I still, I mean, look. I'm no fucking, you know, I'm no Einstein. No, definitely not. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, but the the thing is, like, as much as dumb as I think that Jackie is, I'm still sort of like, yo, how the fuck did they do that without it going like horribly wrong? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, and when when Tony says, you know, but he's going to say this in the next episode. He's going to say, think about the difference, you know? Yeah. I don't know other than like them just like pulling it off quicker and like not shooting people. But like, if you got shot at, you'd shoot back. Yeah. It sounds like it was a huge risk sort of like no matter what. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, but like, how do you like what? I guess my question is like, what what did they do differently leading up to when uh, the shootout starts with with you know the gentleman? Well, for one, they probably didn't call Carlo. Um, and two, <laughs> they almost certainly weren't doing speed or anything of the sort. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, that, that's gotta be upon reexamining this. I think that's probably a huge part of the reason why, you know, the shootout starts is because they're like really they're hair trigger. super jittery. Yeah. Um, so I would say no drugs, no Carlo. Um, they probably, and they probably just, yeah, they probably just didn't kill anybody and then gave enough of the money back to like the right people because let's face it i mean like if let's say jackie and dino pulled that off successfully like i kind of feel like the only people getting their money back would be like eugene because it's his card game mm-hmm. and then like chris isn't it ralph's card game though oh, oh right so ralph so ralphie would get some money back maybe eugene would get a little and then i'm sure like chris and silvio I mean, sorry, uh, Furio would. Yeah, main like serious made guys. Yeah, and then everyone else would be like, oh, sorry, shit out of luck. Like, you know, you could have lost that playing cards, you know? Like, I'm sure they just, the mafia would have been like, fuck you, that's our money, like, you know? Yeah, and then, totally, and then, totally. And then Tony, I'm sure, just because, would end up taking a cut, you know? Like, let's say they stole, like, $10,000. I bet, like, 3500 of that just goes to Tony. You know, maybe, I think that, I think that what, they, what they probably, if they were smart, what they probably would have done was take it to Tony and be like, here's this money. We maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. And then he would have been like, huh, you know, yeah. cause that, cause like the bottom line speaks loudest, you know like, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, even though they stole from it, Tony would maybe whack it up a little bit and give some back, but you know, yeah, I guess that, yeah, that probably would be the smartest thing to do. Like, Hey, we, we pulled this off successfully. Nobody got hurt. Here's your take. Tony would just be like, you know, we want oh, to give this to you. Missing. As a, Sorry. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, and then that'd be that. They only stole two grand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but then of course, like there was also Johnny boy Soprano who probably just would have gone to bat for his son and been like, listen, no one got killed. Come on. Like, don't like, this isn't a thing, you know? Um, no big deal. (laughs) We We all do this (laughs) happens to everybody. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm sure there's a number of factors there. Uh, but I mean, the big thing is, is that, yeah, like they're just not fucking organized and they're really dumb about it. And like, they don't, um, you know, I mean, they're still children. Like it's like they sit there and listen to Ralphie, like tell this cool story about like this, like this cool stick up and this robbery. And then as soon as he's like, Hey, uh, clean your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. They're like, fuck that guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I wanted to back up a little bit because like they do have this situation where, I mean, back up from before they shot everybody. Yeah. But like they, there is this whole thing where Ralphie tells him about it and then he's like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. And they're like, yeah, let's go inside. Call, call, you know? Yeah. And (laughs) he just says it over and over and over. It's like, it's like, it's like he's trying to get him to start a band or something. He's like, come on, get your bass. You know what I mean? (laughs) Paulo's got a Fender Stratocaster, you know, like it's, but they go inside and Sharon Stone shows her fucking vagina Mm -hmm. And which is cool. I love that they mm-hmm. added that in there, but like they're completely distracted by it. Well, th- yeah, is exactly. that meant to just show how young they are? Yeah. They're just kids. And like, I mean, that's such like a, like a stonery high school thing to do where it's like, yeah, let's fucking like you're outside smoking a joint in the winter time with your, like your big bubble jacket on. Yeah, exactly. I've done that. <laughs> and yeah, of course. And then like you come inside and like, when are we going to do that thing? And like, you're on the couch in your big bubble jacket still. <laughs> and it's just like warm and comfortable. And Sharon Stone's fucking. Yeah. And, and then you've just like forgotten about like whatever that thing was 
was you were supposed to do. They are just kids. And like, you know, for the hundred millionth time, of course, like, again, the whole p- the parenting thing, like they just there was no direction there. Like, where's, no. where's where's Rosalie even? She's, she's a, an early riser. She's, she's asleep. Yeah, she's, asleep. She's, she's sleeping. Ralphie's no dad. And uh, the other dad, Tony, has just turned his back on Jackie at this point. So he like has yeah. just zero positive influence in his life at this point. Um, well, except for and, Carlo. And, and let's be honest. There wasn't a ton to begin with. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's a mob kid. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mob um, kids. That's a good reality show. I think mob kids. That's the next one. <laughs> that's the next, after once all the wives have kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, 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 you know, I don't think it was something they even really even wanted to do though. You know, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's like a cool fantasy. Like one, let's like pull it off. It'll be so easy. And then, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's just, that's just one of the many ways that they fuck up. Um, yeah, because they really do just decide to do it on a whim. They do. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, this is like kind of like Captain Obvious, but they are unorganized as opposed to this very organized criminal (laughs) (laughs) operation. That's that's gotta be, (laughs) that's gotta be the best pun so far of, of our entire podcast series. Yeah. Uh, but but it's like literally we name the episode unorganized crime. We could do that. I think we could. Do we have to do a quote every time? We don't have to, I guess. We I guess try. Not. Um, but I mean, like after the once the card game robbery happens and we'll go through that shot by shot in, in a second. Um, but, you know, there is like we remember <laughs> if we think about it. Um, but after the robbery happens, you know, they run out. Matouche, who makes another uh, appearance here. Oh, Matouche. Which, which I think we, we said before that we weren't going to see him again until season five. Here he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were wrong. Yep. Well, and, and, and I was thinking about that actually because you mentioned that he's one of the most low-key significant characters in this yeah, whole thing here he is again and honestly like it's it's true in the case of adriana mm-hmm. um but it's really true in the case of dino yes true and jackie because <laughs> dino poor dino yeah. and, and dino like doesn't get please i know he doesn't even he's not even like scared that he's about to die he's just like ah oh, please man <laughs> like hey come <laughs> on man like oh mom just, please he's just please. like just, uh, it makes me feel like a little bit better that he's just like kind of too dumb to realize what's happening to him um but yeah. you know they so they have him a two shot side of course he hears the gunshot and drives off immediately because he's smart yeah well yeah i guess so um but, i think matush is the only one that doesn't wind up in fucking jail yeah um, but you know, he drives away, they run out. It's all disorganized to use that, that punny kind of word again. Uh, J- Jackie just takes off and then Dino gets killed by Chris and, uh, Albert, who's makes a rare appearance. Um, I love Albert. Me too. And, uh, and then like, I just love that. Like the, just the, you know, the juxtaposition there of like the shot of Jackie's car, just like swerving down the road and, and driving off. And then just all totally disheveled and all over the place. And then Chris uh, kills Dino and like the two cars come out like in unison, one one after the other. Like it really is like an image, you know, to kind of back that whole thing up. But like the unorganized first organized thing, you know, completely um, like they're they had it way, down. They were in they and yeah. And Dino and, and Jackie and Carlo, whatever the fuck they were in way over their head. And, yep. and I get let's. So if we back up and talk about the sequence, which is fucking incredible, it's like, it really is really, really well edited. It's so intense. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yelling at each other. Some of the best moments from mm-hmm. Furio, take it easy, take it easy. You know, <laughs> yep. I love that shit. And then like, 
but even when they bust in like the shot, I, I feel like we're meant to be a little bit on their side. Like they might do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the way that that shot, like they bust through the door and we get that POV shot, mm-hmm. you know, they obviously they all wore GoPros yeah, dur- yeah, yeah. during the filming of this. Uh, uh, but, Sopranos was so ahead of its time. Yeah, exactly. They, uh, they, they like that great shot where you see the barrels of the gun and then like, you know, them busting and rushing into the fucking, the card game. You yeah. see the guys and, and Sunshine, who's the fucking greatest, doesn't even take them seriously. Yeah. And and I love that everybody loves Sunshine because he's the fucking, he's so cool. You yeah, know? he's great. So they bust in. Mm. They're yelling at each other. Great reveal of Chris, by the way, who you don't expect to be there. Which well, is and Chris awesome. is looking around. And do you think Chris knows it's them? I, well, I think when he hears Jackie, I think he's suspicious. No, it's not, it, it, does Jackie, t- it's, it's Dino who talks. No, Jackie says something. Eventually, uh, Sunshine's just said too much. And Jackie's just like, shut the fuck up. Stop looking Shove at me. Shove your fucking quotations book. Up yeah, your yeah he, just, he really quotes Tony Soprano. <laughs> yeah. um, and then says, stop looking at me. And I think Christopher kind of figures it out then. Yeah. But I just love that reveal of Christopher. Because that that's like, that's the thing that they just did not expect, you know? Well, and, yeah, exactly. They thought it wasn't going to be as close to home. They yeah. thought it was like some far off thing yeah and they have there they have this you know this choice that we were talking about earlier directly in front of them like here's the guy they could have gone with if they were with christopher either right now or doing the cigarette thing you know um so just kind of interesting yeah and and it it, you know they probably chose the card game because it was ralph's and that they probably thought they'd get a little safe haven from that yeah that's true too but um you know it didn't work out so so they're yelling at each other fucking doesn't isn't sunshine like blowing it up and he's talking and talking and talking and then someone shoots sunshine isn't that how it starts it starts because someone comes out of the bathroom i think it might be albert actually comes out of the bathroom carlo he has no idea what's going on which is awesome um which is playing poker yelling yeah. at each other uh and then carlo kind of like fires a shotgun doesn't hit anybody Oh, and then you're right. Yeah, Jackie just shoots uh, sunshine in the like chest. Like fucking 400 times. I know. Yeah, yeah. They're just, uh, yeah, I don't know. And and it's just, it's super hair trigger. Obviously, it's the drugs, but it's also, they're just like... Stupid. Disorganized crime, they're stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Furio gets shot. And I, I mean, you already said it, but man, that sequence when they, once they get outside... So, so good. Jackie cuts and runs. He, le- he leaves Dino for dead. Mm-hmm. And he steals that woman's car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's a song playing in there. I forget what it is, but uh, it's hilarious. Forget, yeah. Um, but that shot of fucking of of Chrissy and I guess it's Albert mm-hmm. shooting Dino is is amazing. And and I mean, you said it better than I could, but that's that's one of my main favorite like scary moments yeah is when they shoot him it's like a perfect cut from his face to yep that kind of far away like film noir shot yep and chrissy's gun is cool looking you yeah, know he's got a bright. cool looking little gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and like and then the cars pull up like right in sync and they're just gone and that's yeah. it you know what i mean yeah, the, the best little detail is furio screaming from inside the car <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they open the door. so good it really is just it's 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 an incredible whole sequence yeah just and then great Dr. camera work great editing great, everything yeah. about it is just fantastic the lighting i think is is the what does it for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, the lights uh, are on yeah the lights are mm-hmm. on that's true <laughs> um and uh 
and and then you know obviously they they wind up having to bother Doctor Freed once yep. again. Yep. With one of the best jokes of the series with the, the prick doctor, Doctor Prick thing, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Is this guy really a prick doctor? Yeah. Really I can't doctor, believe they me. thought to put that kind of. That's like a grout. That's like a Marx Brothers. It's like joke yeah. that they stuck that in there. Well, this guy's like they must have had so much fun shooting that scene where Furio's like grabbing Tony's arm and he's mm-hmm. like, Doc, to see if you can remove this lady's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can give him a bulge. Yeah. Um, so I guess the last thing that we'll say for this uh, this first half is I, I just the Christopher Tony scene out in the hallway is pretty great. And like another just thread just tied off for the season here because, you know, Christopher's story starts with like becoming a made guy. And was that this season? Yeah, that was uh, like years ago, ago. Yeah. when we started this. Um, uh, when we came down that escalator at Trump Tower and said, we're doing season three. Um, yeah, exactly. That's when we, uh, but so this season for Christopher really starts with him getting made, being the fortunate son getting yeah. made, uh, Jackie Jr. being the other fortunate son or one of the other fortunate sons from that episode. Shitty fortunate son. Um, you know, it, it it's him. This really just like kind of ends that arc of like, okay, yeah, this is what being a made guy is like. I thought it was going to be fucking cool, but really it's just giving a shit ton of money to Polly. Polly showing up in, in the middle of the night and then even when I got shot at and I thought like I would have protection from the boss, like I don't actually get that, you know? So he's really, he, he has really come into his own in the season in that sense where he's like, Oh, this is the real mafia world for me. You know? Well, I mean, at the same time though, his story for the season is not quite over. He's going to, I mean, this tension between he and Tony lasts about a fortnight, (laughs) if you will. Um, I assume that the time between episodes in Sopranos land is a fortnight. It's always, um, And so, you know, we get a little closure with that later on, but Mm -hmm. I think that you're totally right. But he's, you know, he reaped the satisfaction of killing Dino. True. And, you know, the look on his face when Jackie, when he, he he seems to realize who it is, you know, during the heist, Mm. that those little shots of him, you know, those wheels are turning. Mm -hmm. He's no dummy, you know. Uh, (laughs) Well, (laughs) not this time, I guess. No. uh, Yeah. But um, he certainly has the drop on them and you can just, you just kind of like, you feel good for him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he's not angry. He's like, he's got this kind of, he looks empowered. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong either. Like, no, definitely not. If it wasn't Jackie jr. Someone came in here and shot you. I'd probably want to kill them. Yeah, exactly. Depends on how much money of mine they had. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, he's not really wrong. Like that is by the book, how it's supposed to work, but But he's like ready to do that other part of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's like getting farther in sex, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like trying out new shit. Right. 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 You know what I mean, right. it's like, he hasn't like really had a whole lot to avenge yet as a made guy. Right. He's been, he's like busted kneecaps and stuff as like a foot soldier in a baseball cap. Yeah. But like, he's a made guy. He shoots people wearing a suit when it's really serious. Right. And this is like that moment. And I think that, I think that it makes him feel good because he's like, you know, he's doing really well at work. <laughs> <laughs> Great year. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll wrap up the Jackie storyline and then talk about. Uh, Jackie's going to wrap up his own storyline. True. Uh, and then we'll talk about a little bit of Gloria here and, uh, Good and the Amofo. The Amofo. The Amofo. And so. also the uh, stuffed shells. True. Okay. Let's do that too. I like and Hillary Clinton. We have some Hillary uh, talk in this episode <laughs> yeah, as well, okay, actually. Very timely episode. Hillary Clinton. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right.
No Fucking ZD is brought to you by Fine Leather Seats. <laughs> All right, welcome back to No Fucking ZD. Uh, that song again, that song kind of bridges these two episodes together, doesn't it? Still Dre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back. We, uh, we're we still talking Jack Jr., um, who has killed Sunshine and uh, <laughs> is currently on the run. Maybe down in Florida because he has such a bad drug problem. We don't know. Playing volleyball. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so I just wanted to talk about the Tony Ralphie scene because I think it's like one of my favorite scenes. There's there's so much being said and exactly. so little being said. Yes, exactly. At the same time. And I love how Tony is showing almost none of it on his face. Mm-hmm. And Ralphie is showing all of it on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, I love how how, you know. Ralphie's trying to keep it on a certain topic. Tony's kind of keeping it on another topic. Yes. It's like, by the way, this thing, lest we forget. <laughs> and and Tony's being super mobster, like kind of smiling through it. Like, well, you do, you know, whatever you think is best. Exactly. And Ralphie's just like, ah. And he's like, he's not even trying to code it. He's like, ah, I know exactly what you're saying. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is, it's all double speak, which I think is just, it's like really, really well written. It was something that actually, like when I watched this, when I was younger, I like really just flew over my head and I, Me remember, too. I was like, what was that scene about? Like, I, I, I didn't even understand, like. I didn't get why Ralphie had that look on his face when he walked out. Yeah, you think Tony's uh, just being like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Deal with it. I was like, okay, cool. Like, maybe they'll let Jack live. Like, why? I, I didn't get it. it I, like, I'll, I'll, I just didn't get it for a really long time. Um, but then when you kind of just figure out that it is, like I said, it's all doublespeak and it is just all lies. And it's really just kind of like plausible deniability for both of these guys here, you right. know? Did Tony tell him to whack Jackie? Uh, essentially, yeah. But I think right? he does. I mean, in so many words, yeah. Because he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, do we want to do? And I'm sure like all the guys will respect you if you let him live. And like, you, yeah. like, obviously that's not true. Like, you know, like we've seen Chris react to it already. Uh, Furio has a bullet hole in his leg. <laughs> and like, there's just no way that these guys would accept Jack junior living at this point yeah you know? it would never fucking happen yeah. it's it's already a fucking nightmare for him with christopher exactly yeah and uh you know what do you think that's about why why is why why does he tell chris to fuck off when he wants to do something about it even though he's going to tell ralph to do something about because it? because i because i really think that it all comes down to meadow for tony you know like i really think that you know in that scene like ralphie when ralphie and tony are talking like they both have women who are very connected to jackie jr yeah and i think that they both want to be able to go home and if Meadow asks or if if Rosalie asks, like, what happened to Jackie Jr., they can both honestly say, I don't know. I had nothing to do with that. Like, I didn't tell this is Ralphie true. to do anything. And then Ralphie can say in some way, like, oh, I didn't I didn't make any decision on my own. That was all Tony, you know. Um, so Tony yeah. in the back of his mind, he's already thinking because Tony just as we know from uh this bust show. out and from the whole show yeah <laughs> he thinks even when he's even when he's not aware of it he's thinking several steps ahead and so i think yeah. that immediately he's just like how am i gonna okay meadow that's like the number one thing well and you he's know? he's so like he's the epitome of that like you know there's nothing you can say once he wants you to die type like yeah. mobster dead eyes type dude yeah I mean, he's not he's not uh richie april but mm-hmm. like he is one of those dudes where i feel like he 
to him, he decided, you know, there's like a line in the sand with Mm -hmm. him where he decided maybe in the last episode, um, maybe a little bit before, but mostly I think in the, in the, in the last episode, Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, no. I guess it was in uh, two episodes ago. Two episodes the, ago. Yeah. He the just, he, yeah, 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 yeah. The Christmas episode. Right. Um, yeah, the one with Elton John. Um, <laughs> the, it, he decided around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, Jackie was dead to him. Yeah. And so I think at this point, he doesn't really care about him as a person in terms of his life. He's like, and maybe he wants him gone a little bit. He's okay to have him gone because he failed him. You know, yeah, yeah. And he does admit that at some point. Yeah. Because in the end, I failed him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think it's that. And I think that Jackie just pushed him like one step too far. Um, and, uh, you know, he just he shot at your dealer. Yeah. Fist on your leg. He just uh, he just knew that it was I think, as you said, it was just a line crossed, you know, one line too many that he's crossed at this point. And just it's like number fucking eight. Yeah. And, you know, and you're right, too. Like once the mob machine starts churning, like you just you can't just like power that down. You know, like even if you like pull the plug, it takes a little while to yeah, shut down. It's like an air conditioner. Exactly. So it's like, you know, like they're I, they both recognize that like this is the thing that has to happen here. Like we're not going to stop it. And neither of us are going to stop this. Like right. it, it needs to happen. Um, it's cl- it's the only choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. According like he to he should have died in that in that shootout. Yeah, or he should have let Christopher just like go after him that night or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. so essentially he's just, he's laying it all at Ralphie's feet and rightfully so. I mean, like, you know, like the, the kicker in that scene is him pulling the gun out and being like, I think this is yours. He was carrying it around like this. He's like the stupid kid. Like kind of does that like Tony laugh where he's kind of like, <laughs> you know, like, it, yeah. yeah, you know, he, well, um, I think maybe he kept Chrissy away from it also because he wanted to rub Ralphie's face in it. That I think too. Maybe that would have been too easy for Ralph to, you know, if Chris was, if Chris came out and was like, yeah, I got, I got Jackie. It's yeah. over. Ralph would have been like, ah, oh, shucks. Yeah, true. Very when true. Some, you lose some. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you know, as we uh, said months and months ago about, uh, you know, when Ralphie, when he became captain, you know, um, that was kind of something that Tony didn't really want to do. And, um, right. you know, was kind of put in a position where he had to do it. And I think that he was sort of waiting for this moment where you kind of be like, you know, hey, you're captain now. Like, what do you want to do? Like, you know, let's let's see what you can do. And <laughs> yeah, he says totally. that in that scene. He's like, you are captain after all, you know. Um, and so this is uh, just tying up yet another loose thread from the season here. It's like, this is kind of like, all right, Ralphie, you got what you wanted. Like, what are you going to do with it? And, uh, unfortunately, it's the same, worst thing, same ever. thing that happened with Chrissy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Except Chrissy didn't have to kill his stepson. Yeah. Uh, that we know of at least. Yeah. Um, Very yeah, true. it's just really cool. Like watching this season, you know, I'm putting air quotes up critically because we're certainly not real critics and we don't do real criticism really but it's we're just, still figuring out if we like the show yeah i'm not sure i'm on the fence I'm about this sold. show yeah um even though this is my favorite episode um <laughs> but uh you know watching it like with the quote-unquote critical eye is just really interesting to me how just like how expertly they've they like really put the season together yeah the way things are getting tied up and uh just stuff that i just never really noticed before and, and that's one of them that like oh this is kind of like the end of this chapter of Ralphie's captain arc and and still just an, an one like small part of the Tony Ralphie arc, which, you know, is going to continue on. Oh, man, completely. Um, so, yeah, I just I've always loved that scene, partly because it confused me so much. And then I, I just really love the, the dialogue and the editing and just Ralphie's their their facial expressions back and forth to each other. Um, it's just so lifelike and so real and so just really cool. It really Those, is. And, and, and I think that 
you know, we have to give props to like the, the writing and the direction in that yeah. scene, because that's something that like as an actor, I mean, there, there's a lot going on more than is like in the lines. Exactly. Yeah. In yeah. fact, very little is happening in the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and yeah, I mean, everything on The Sopranos in a way, I think David Chase even said this when we were at the the TV festival a couple months ago. Um, we weren't at a t- We went to see David we, so we see him yeah. at the David <laughs> like, Chase Festival. <laughs> we're hanging out at a TV festival. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a consortium. We meet with the Star Trek podcast guys. Yeah, yeah. Big, share, share, share contacts. Yeah, big PCAST convention that we go to. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about there, like kind of like everything these guys say is really the opposite of what they actually mean, you know. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like this is such a great just like example of the dialogue of the show here. Completely, yeah, um, and, and and went really well acted too. Yes, definitely. Um, so you know, we'll kind of leave it there for Jack Jr. this week because we'll get a you know big finale next week. Um, he learns to play chess, which Michael K. Williams seems to like to do on TV shows. By the way, yeah, he's recently been doing that in the night of. Yeah, the night of the night of. <laughs> the night of. I mean, it's it's really all all I'm saying is it's really cool to find out that like basically Jackie Jr. winds up being an Olympic swimmer and. Mm-hmm. He's actually, he was meant to be, this is true, actually, David Chase mentioned this, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be a young Ryan Lochte. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did mention that, yeah, the hair and everything. <laughs> it is kind of a Jackie Jr. thing to bleach your hair and not realize that a swimming pool is going to fuck that up. I know. It's also a Jack Jr. thing to just do this whole uh, robbery story and then, like, Yeah, it's really good. It totally, that's so true. Like, Ryan Lochte thought it was going to, like, kind of, you know, lock him in to the, to the real the the hall of fame (laughs) um okay so uh moving on i guess i mean you know we we i guess the last thing we really have with ralphie there is him just coming home to rosalie and starting he's starting the lie you know like maybe he's in florida we don't really know where he is but he's got a serious drug problem so that's when because it is a win at this point when jackie jr's body shows up in like a marsh somewhere or in the projects in Bootin, um there's already a story that's been kind of like set in rosalie's mind so it's just well that's that's the thing is that like it's so much worse than any of these mothers could imagine i know it really is and it's ridiculous they this is another example of them really having their heads in the sand like yeah like rosalie is is arguably the most tragic figure yeah in the whole series she loses everybody yeah every like every male that comes into contact with her pretty much yeah exactly yeah. And, and and the females like you know as kanye puts it real friends <laughs> i don't know you know yeah, what i mean who knows? yeah uh so that's the thing like and and like shout out to to rosalie she's like an incredible actress yeah she really she sells these scenes like really incredibly she's great i would totally if i was a 22 year old french waiter i would totally date her 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. and like but the thing is that there's this implicit cooperation from all of these mob wives that they play it down when they're like oh my god he was smoking marijuana I know. yeah and it's like that's the story that they were sold as if that was like so bad yeah and, and we all have the reaction tony has where it's like wow that bad huh yeah exactly <laughs> yeah totally and i i actually think of that scene where uh where and this is a good segue actually mm-hmm I think I don't know, in, my, in my humble opinion, <laughs> I actually, that really reminds me of the scene when, uh, when, uh, he finds out that Gloria has called Carmela mm-hmm. 
Which is the same scene. Same scene, yes. So that's interesting that it reminds you of that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like the same line recycled. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, pretty where he's much, like, right. There's one where he's like pretending to be surprised and then he's pretending not to be surprised yeah. by the fact that Gloria has contacted Carmela. Yeah. But somehow it's the same affect, you know? <laughs> Another year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he just goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> but at least with the Jaggy thing, like he kind of does that like... You know, that that Tony thing, like the same thing with uh, when, you know, Melfi missed an, missed an appointment because uh, missed an episode when Melfi missed an episode because she got into a car accident, quote unquote. Right. And he's like, oh, her leg, her like, knee. Yeah, her knee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that concern like, thing. And it's marijuana. So, that bad. Huh? That bad. <laughs> it's great. And he's eating. He's always eating in his bathrobe or something like I remember with the her knee thing he's holding a cellar stick. <laughs> and then with the with the of course, with the Jackie doing stuff, he's doing his famous Cereal hunch. Yeah. The honeycomb. Reading from the back of the honeycomb. I know. I box. wish that I, I just want like him to be reading from a cereal box in my kitchen every time I walk in. I know. I'd be so happy. I miss cereal like that. I haven't had that since like I can't remember the last time I had like honeycomb or it's, anything it's like that. It's because of the women in our lives. Like the cereal that they're into doesn't have games on the back. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. up with that? I think every food should have a game on the back. Ribeye steak, game on the back. Game on the back. Yeah, for um, sure. But it's okay. So moving on. Uh, let's. Your segue was great because it brought it to Gloria, uh, who we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, this I knew it was a good segue, but it turned so out it, it was it the took same. Several scene. minutes, but yeah. Tony and Gloria have their final break up this episode uh and they try they try one last time because tony tony just can't can't uh just can't stop himself because you know he's just, she's too crazy she's too crazy and uh she does sexy dances for him to stevie van zant songs she has like a high-waisted thong or yeah yeah looking great um she's she's serious but he yeah, yeah she's too serious really as as yeah. as melfi says she's complicated um or as he Dark, says you said right yes who says complicated? Tony says complicated. She that, says dark. Scene, One or the other. That scene confuses me, but it's pretty much not great therapy from what I understand. Yeah, it's interesting. Melfi's getting a little brave. Like after after all that in the middle, after all that at the end of season two and beginning of season three, being kind of scared of him right. and then feeling like too scared to push him away because she was scared of like outside things mm -hmm. these last couple episodes like once once they lied to her she was kind of like eh, fuck these people a little bit you know yeah. um, she starts laying it down a little bit more yeah. she's been kind of a non-entity in this season yeah i mean that's the kind of the thing with her like i i think we talked about this before but like you they really kind of reached a point where it was like well what's the point of melfi at this yeah at this time in the show and you then know she comes back and uh yeah and so now um they kind of found this way and, and yeah, she's, she's kind of, she's not even letting him put the, put together these things on his own. She's kind of straight out telling him like, no, Gloria is your mom. And, uh, and you're having this crazy love cause you want to please Gloria, like the way that you please Livia. And, uh, and he thinks that's disgusting. Right. But then he, when, she, when he goes to Gloria's house and she says, poor you, he really kind of puts the whole thing together. And it's, it's comes, it's just, it's very crystallized at that moment. It's though. all, yeah. It's like the, they should have had like a cartoon light bulb above his head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because or really, something. no, that finally does it. Cause like we've mentioned before that there are little glimmers of it. Right. And you know, once it's kind of solidified in his head, he can't unsee it. Yeah. When he like realizes, oh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and ultimately it's sad because what winds up happening is the Gloria is really the casualty of all of this. Yeah. Tony's going to be able to move on sort of. Yeah. With his life, however miserable it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, but Gloria is really sort of stuck with, you know, 
just feeling shitty. Yeah, with herself, basically. And and she's murdered her eighth relationship, is it? Or is this the ninth? I forget. <laughs> yeah, so I guess she's just as much of a sociopath as Tony. I guess so, yeah. But it's true, though. I mean, there's the part of it where it's like, yes, she's totally crazy. And it is that kind of moth to the flame thing. And yep. she does have this death wish and kind of did try to do this like suicide by Tony thing in this episode. Um, really? I mean, seriously, like, like literally like, yeah. like, like Melfi says suicide by cop. And I, and I'm like, I thought she meant like figuratively. No, she, yeah. She's like, like she really, really wants him to kill her. Yeah. Or somebody at least. Yeah. Um, but like in, you know, there's a moment where she, big I time. think she, I don't think she's like showing off for him. You know what I mean? No, not at I all. I think she does want him to kill her. I agree. Totally. And it scares the shit out of him. I mean, let's like back up a little and, and kind of get to that point. So, I mean, the episode starts with her apologizing for throwing a London broil at his back. Um, it's a waste he, of meat. It is. It's a big deal in Tony's. Th- that's Bruno's why book. he was so mad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and he talks about it in therapy at length. Um, and then we kind of go to, to Melfi, like we said, she's being so straightforward about this. They had that conversation about the amorfu uh, or amofo, as Tony will later <laughs> I love say. That. Yeah. Um, where they just kind of discuss this whole idea that, you know, she really is kind of nuts and, the, you know, kind of Tony's kind of crazy be- because she's so much like Livia, which is something he still doesn't totally want to accept yet, you know, but she's, she's no. again, hinting at this pretty strongly for like the fifth time so far, you know? That's true. Um, and you know, they have that scene where maybe Irina slashed the car is maybe not. And we get even more of this Gloria crazy stuff. Like I even kind of wonder if Gloria did that herself just for a little bit of attention, just from Tony. Like it seems like every scene that she's in, she tries to like piss him off in some way, you know, to bring him to like a boiling point in some way. Yo, maybe she did that. I've thought about it. I mean, cause it seems like she likes the she likes attention no matter what it is, but she especially always likes the negative drama. attention. Yeah, always with the drama. Um, and then that brings her to to driving Carmela home, which is just the craziest, really the craziest thing that she's done so far. Yeah, she should have run, ran and hid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if 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 that happened, like if some dude I was banging's wife showed up at my work, <laughs> I would not offer a ride home. You know what I mean? No. I'd be like, I have a headache. I have to go. Yeah. But again, moths to the flame here. Um, and, and she likes to, she's kind of, you know, she likes to justify it by saying like, when you love someone, you want to see their significant other and their house that they live in, which is just totally insane. Well, and Tony's well. right. Tony calls her twisted. It and is. I think this is the, o- maybe the only person in the whole series that Tony Soprano has the right to call twisted. Yeah, well, there's probably many, but no, I mean, for him to cast, for him to this, actually do it, yes, yes, for him to say that because she's crazier than him. She's got this like she, nutty death wish. She does it in all these crazy ways, right? And she's just she's like working so hard to to make that shit as crazy as possible. You know right. what I mean? And I think it freaks him out that there's someone who wants to upset him that much because yeah. he says it. He says it. You know, I think a lot of times throughout the whole series. You know, like people and Melfi also says it you know I don't know a lot of people who want to push your buttons and he goes come on yeah and he's like he's totally full of shit because that's like his whole line of work yeah yeah, yeah. being a guy whose buttons you do not want to push <laughs> right. you know what I mean yeah I mean he's kind of like bashful about it with Melfi like when she calls him a tough guy but he's like no come on well, like, I'm I love not a tough when he guy. refers to himself as like I know you think I'm like a cold captain of industry type <laughs> it's like is this what he really thinks or is he just making this up in that moment? Cause if he is walking around all day thinking that 
then that kind of at, like it sheds a lot of light on this character. Yeah, I think that's like the Gary Cooper character that he like wants to be. But, you know, he yeah. also cries watching Public Enemy eating ice cream on his couch at night. Yeah, but he sort of wants to be this like Trump type character. Yeah. Not I'm Trump sure. now, Trump 20 years ago. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, probably I think that probably is how he thinks of himself. And but at the same time, though, like that sort of is why Gloria was into him. You know, sure. she was into the gun strapped to his leg and she's into how dangerous it is. And, uh, you know, we're nowhere near that cool. No, not at all. No, I have, I have guns strapped to every limb and still no one. No one takes me seriously. <laughs> I'm sitting here wearing shorts and sandals. Imagine I had, I had <laughs> a gun strapped, gun strapped to my strapped leg. to your legs. Yeah. <laughs> like that wouldn't get me very far. I no, think. no, not at all. Um, so. Anyway, I mean, we end up, I mean, Tony eventually does put it together that, you know, this is just not for him um, for, for multiple reasons. <laughs> Say the least. The, the, obviously, the biggest reason is, is her driving Carmela home, which, again, is super fucking crazy. And that's really the yeah. final, final straw when it's like and when it's coming into his his comfort zone here, the beautiful house that he has and his honeycomb cereal. That's when it's like, absolutely not. You know, he's not having yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, it's to, to take a, an episode title from next from uh, season five. You know, it's like the two Tonys mm-hmm. and he he does not want them to meet. Yeah. You know, and like she's kind of, you know, pulling his world together in some sort of weird like splitting of the atom like, right. collision type thing. And, you know, you wind up with this this just like crazy rage that he like he goes to her place of work. Yeah. And threatens her. That's so nuts. And this guy in the background, like trying to get her to switch shifts so he can go see Raffi. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty brazen. That's some good writing. Yeah. It's pretty brazen of this guy to want to go see Raffi. Yeah. Also pretty brazen of Tony to walk in and, and uh, kind of like choke her up against the wall. I know. And, really well, in the cam- then the shot that they give when like he, he initially like pins her against the wall mm-hmm. and then you get this shot where it cuts to this wide shot where mm-hmm. it's just like he's just like choking her in public. Yeah. And regular people walking by. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. And I feel like maybe her coworkers are just like, oh, Gloria, she's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, I know. I wonder if that's like the first time that's happened. Because no, Barry came in and pulled a knife on her. <laughs> you know? Can you? I wonder if that's really how all our relationships ended at Glow Motors with some kind of weird violent threat. Um, <laughs> maybe. So they 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 break up or as Tony thinks and then she calls crying at the bin at the bing and uh, and I love Patsy's. She doesn't say anything. Doesn't say a word. Yeah. Just like I can't. who knows not not one word um and he foolishly goes over there i guess this is his own moth she doesn't say a goddamn you know like she's just doing that she's such a girl you know what i mean but can't i can imagine livia doing that when she was younger too though you know so manipulative even to tony probably you know in some way you know who i mean i should bring this up next episode but i'm afraid i'll forget my insights Mm -hmm. uh we get a another uh, sort of distressed phone call from a woman next episode mm-hmm. from it's Carmela and, and Polly answers. It's Camilla. I think she's crying. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Because AJ's been kicked out. But you think it's because of Jackie, I think, right? Yeah, that's yeah. It's like that brilliant moment. But like, yeah. this is two episodes. I mean, I like how from doing this podcast, I've kind of had new realizations about myself and the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly yourself. Though. Mostly, mostly myself. Yeah. Uh, that I, you know, I have a... <laughs> Let's let's face it. I have a voice for print, you know, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, you know, th- there are these things that happen like two times in a row, like yeah. Bobby Bacala's outfits getting insulted two episodes in a row. Yes, true. We've got two teary phone calls from the ladies in Tony's life. We do. In a row. This is the first one. We'll talk about the second one next time. Next time in uh, five years. Yeah. Um, 
he foolishly goes over to her house though which uh as i said is kind of it's sort of his moth to the flame moment like for for whatever reason I, he should have just never gone but you know uh i guess there was a threat of her calling home again so he kind of has to right uh and then that's really the moment when he goes over there and she says poor you that it's just kind of like he fully realizes what Melfi's been trying to tell him Mm -hmm. and what I think even his subconscious has been trying to tell him too for a couple episodes now right that this he like he says he's known Gloria his whole life you know it's not he didn't just meet her now he's she is Livia in just a a different form and um, as you put it she's not for him right (laughs) (laughs) Um, to put it gently so and I love also too we should talk about the the joke here in the title or in how he uh, says the title, the, the episode wrong, the Amofo thing, which of course is a motherfucker. And of course the whole thing about him wanting to fuck his mother is a major thing here. Good it's Lord. I can't believe you joke. caught that. I didn't realize that at all. It took me years. Took, I was sitting there just writing Mofo over and over and over again for seven years. <laughs> what does it mean? What, yeah, it's all over my walls in my bedroom. Um, Fucking beautiful mind over here. Yeah. I'm glad you found your calling. With this <laughs> Thank podcast. you. Yes, finally. Uh, so I, I've always loved that though. It's really, really funny. Yeah. He, he doesn't even realize that, but it's very funny. Um, and then, yeah, she, she tries, she tries the suicide by Tony thing and, and thank, thank God he comes to his senses there and, and doesn't end up doing it. Cause that could have just been a whole other can of worms that he certainly didn't want to open. I think but, he would have been a hair too unlovable at that point. I agreed. Yeah. Agreed. You know, I mean, uh, it's interesting because he doesn't take it that far, but I mean, I feel like it's a good time to talk about, you know, Patsy's kind of jump into this whole situation yeah, 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 because you know, in the end, Tony really does end it. It's not honorable, but no, but it's the smart way to he do it. Ends it in a really like the tidiest way possible. And it just makes me think, you know, she managed to make it into that other side of his life. Yeah. You know, and like you, you once told me like this show is often about changes and people trying to change mm-hmm. and maybe moving into new things and, you know, getting their stockbroker certificates and trying to better themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Jackie who's trying to go from, you know, kindergarten basically mm-hmm. to being in the mafia, but really he's just like, he's just a Jersey dude who should, who should have like stayed in his lane mm-hmm. and grown up playing football and like getting a job in sales. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's Gloria who's miserable as a regular person and like, needed more action, needed more danger. Mm-hmm. And she really got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, she's the, she's like, she, when, when she takes that ride with Patsy, which is a great scene. So, so good. It's so, so good. It's super creepy. Yeah. Um, she really has made it onto the other side. You know, you can't imagine Tony flashing that kind of power to almost any other civilian in the show. Mm, yeah. Really, you know what I mean? You're probably not. Yeah, like he would never even show that to to Melfi. Definitely not to Melfi. He wouldn't like send a guy like, "Oh, this is for the last few appointments," like dropping off an envelope right. of cash. I you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. But he went there with Gloria. Yeah, I mean, he he had to though. You know, like he had to point out and make it very clear to her that you know, again, the mafia machine. Like once it's it it doesn't. It's a very cold-blooded machine right that's just there to do a job and if she if he put a hit out on gloria it wouldn't be him showing up and like 
giving a great big monologue about like how much he loved her, but doesn't anymore. And no. he's so pa- he's, he's in pain. He, he doesn't want to do this, but he has to do it kind of thing. Well, cause which he also, what you would want. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, he's never going to do that cause he can't stop his, um, you know, he's, he's drawn to her in a similar way. That's true too. Yeah. He can't stop his compulsion to like be near her. So he can't like explain things to someone. Right. Cause he'll, he'll, he's too easily reasoned out of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and he also has a lot of practice because I think he once mm-hmm. he realized like, OK, she's she's my mom. She's Livia, basically. Yeah. Like, how would what's what would be the best way to handle Livia? And that would be to probably like not take the bait. You know, as you said, not just first of all, just don't show up because like you probably will end up getting manipulated by her in some way. Right. Exactly. Um, and so he just he just knew like I think like that was just pretty again it's awful <laughs> it's really i'm sure traumatizing yeah uh it's it's creepy but it for this particular situation in this very fictional universe it was a smart-ish move for tony to do with gloria you yes. know he just it, that's that's really the only mess that's the clearest way to sit to you know get the message across and for her to hear it and to just stop at that point and it's airtight also because it's like he's like let me be let's let me be clear my face is the last you'll see. Right. And it's kind of funny because it's self-deprecating because it's like this fucking face. Like you don't want to see this. You don't want this to be the last face. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> Certainly here. not. Yeah. No. Um, and we, we should we should mention Patsy also, uh, you know, has come a long way since the season premiere of pissing in Tony's pool and thinking about killing him. And now he's, he's out doing his bidding. Quite feeling trusted. Comfortable, Quite trusted. trusted because this is a very sensitive thing. Yeah, you know? big time, big time. Like he's he's honestly like saying to Patsy, like she's going to go to my wife. Like you got to make sure that you scare the daylights out of this woman. Yeah. God, I would love to see that scene. Like did they script it out, do you think? Like did Tony have any hand in, in, in that that little monologue Patsy gives there? I just I, I think it know. gives the audience the same effect that it that that it has on Gloria, which is that we don't know what's happening when yeah. he's in the car. We know who he is. Right. That's our only real in, but we find out that at the same time she does. Yeah. And she's frightened. It's scary. It's super scary. I mean yeah, I certainly thought she was going to get killed in that scene that the first time I watched it. Really? For sure. I, yeah, because I, I mean, guess me why too. not? You know, it's the end of the season. It's the turn Patsy alone in a car. He pulls up like, you know, they, they were so good at sudden violence on this show that mm-hmm. really just came out of nowhere. So like, why not? You know, well, also um, Patsy's brother got killed in the car. That too. Yeah, exactly. So that's a lot probably of not an intentional parallel, but you know, maybe though, who knows? I don't know. Um, it makes sense that it was Pat. It feels right. Because honestly, Polly, like. I don't know. It's like, I think that Patsy is just like low key enough that it was like too yeah. scary. If Polly showed up in a tracksuit with those wings, she would have been like, no, I'm not getting in the car with you. <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. The Cadillac dealerships down the street. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So let's uh, transition and quickly wrap up with a little bit of Carmela. Um, yeah. She, her, she, she did. I mean, this is a chock, chock full episode. It is. Yeah. This episode was chock full of Sopranos. It certainly was. And, and she, you know, uh, her arc now is closed for the season she sort of did a little bit a little bit of soul searching in the middle there and came up against some uncomfortable truths from uh from the jewish therapist that, that she saw back in second opinion right uh, it's too bad she didn't see the cowboy therapist yeah. <laughs> i <laughs> no. miss him um so, so she goes she goes to the priest because yeah. she's upset she's spotting whatever that means right and um who knows we're guys we're just <laughs> we're, we're a couple guys. dudes we, we don't know what that means we have no idea yeah. um you know she's worried and she goes to the doctor and apparently she's just fine. You know, we yeah. find out she's fine, but 
she's very upset and it has her reexamining things yet again. Right. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, what that therapist said to her is probably in the been in the back of her mind for these last few episodes since he said that. I think that she recognized that the ring, you know, there was some kind of underlying thing there going on with that giant ring that Tony gave her. Right. I just don't think she put it all together. She was like lashing out about Charmaine a couple episodes ago. Um, you know, she knew something was wrong, but wasn't sure what it was. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other big thing is that Carmela, you know, Tony has depression and anxiety, but Carmela's like seriously depressed. And yeah. unfortunately, it really never does anything about it. Um, no, she doesn't. Except, I mean, there's certain episodes. Yeah, there's certain episodes where she like embraces her depression. But right. Usually she's just always, you know, she's off on her own thing. Right. Um. And in, in this one, she, she she goes back to the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church. Um, of course Catholic. not. She can't, she can't go to Father Intentola anymore because obviously. Um, and right. she meets this priest who basically tells her like, yeah, you, you can't get divorced. Sorry. That goes against what we believe in. Yeah. You just have to learn to love the good parts of Tony Soprano, uh, which we all do. You know, he's a cool guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, He's a good man, basically. Yeah, and so that is enough for her. You know, it's like, yeah, I can do that. Okay, like that's easy enough for me. Like, basically, stay the same. Just keep every, keep everything the same. Sure, like I can do that. You know. Yeah, and mentally, I'll change it up. Exactly. You know, because that's like, you know, that's obviously not the the sticking point for her. It's the it's the goods. Yeah, exactly. It's the rings. It's the house. It's all the other stuff. It's it's the possibility of just renting a new or leasing a new Mercedes just because the nice lady called, you know, cute car. Yeah. Uh, and then of course there's the Hillary Clinton little, uh, the scene that they have at, at, uh, Vesuvio's, which is just fantastic and hilarious looking at, to look at now 16 years after the it's fact. awesome. Yeah. Because of the fact that she might be president, you yeah. know, like she spun that shit into gold, you know, <laughs> it's just really funny. Um, so I think all but these that- are all women who are basically disgraced by their husbands mm-hmm. constantly. And they're such hypocrites. Yeah. I think that that conversation really just, just like seals that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause totally. they're, they're, you know, they're, they all know what's going on, you know, and maybe they're in denial and they're like, yeah, everybody else's husband bangs other women, but mm-hmm. not mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. To some extent, I'm sure that they, they, I'm sure that they do believe that to some extent. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, it basically, happened, and everybody's but... wrong except Bacala's wife. Yeah, you know? True. True. Um, but I also wonder if this, if that scene kind of plants the seeds for the spec house, which I think starts up in season four, right? That starts, she starts talking about that next season, I believe uh, pretty soon. Yeah. It's coming up pretty soon. She's so, bored. She's, she's getting bored. Well, yeah, but I also think she hears that she hears, you know, this priest essentially say something similar, like, Oh, we'll just make the best of the situation, make the best of this horrible situation. And, uh, you know, kind of forget about the bad stuff, like turn it into something good. I think that, I think that this is kind of setting up future Carmela storylines. Um, yes. That I, scene I, in the I, it's justifying her to continue with this because, right. I, you know, honestly it had to come to something, right. You know, and, 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 and we knew that this was in the back of her mind and, you know, from here on in, basically she's either super pissed at Tony or, really happy with Tony, you know, like she goes Mm -hmm. back and forth, but like, there's not as much time for her to have these, like sort of these, these moments where she 
has to take a hard look at herself. Right. You know what I mean? Because Tony, you know, she finds finds out some bad shit sort of just in time. Right. To just demonize him. Yeah. Although we say that and uh, next season they do get divorced at the end of it. But, uh, we'll get true. there when we get there, I guess. And now that I say that, I think the spec house comes up after that. So I yeah. don't know. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's setting up, it really is actually setting up season four because season four will certainly be, if this is about them as parents, season four is definitely about them as a couple. And so, you know, this is yeah, kind of like for closing, sure. closing some doors here, opening up some new ones for, for next season. Um, boy, am I excited? You sound it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this, for us to get through all six seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Someday. Um, okay. I'm sure that there's plenty more to talk about, but it's super late. And what we, uh, a heavy episode. It is Holy a very heavy crap. episode. Yes. It's, it's a fantastic episode. It really is. I think up to this point, um, it's the best of season three. It might be the best we've seen so far. I'm not sure, but it's I always say that about the most happens, but it's also like so well executed. Mm. It's what a gosh. I love it. It's awesome. Um, so we'll be back next week to discuss uh, Army of One season three finale. More like Army of None. Yeah, seriously. Fucking AJ Soprano. <laughs> um, we have made it. We are alm- almost at the end of season three, which is really wild, which is almost Almost halfway. It's contractually halfway. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. We're going to consider 6A and 6B one season as well. Yeah. Uh, Our rate isn't going to be able to change. That's sorry. Right. You know, it's one season. Right. So we will be back to discuss that. As always, give us shit on Twitter and we'll fucking give you shit back. And uh, don't. Yeah. You don't have to. I mean, no one's making you do that. And uh, the website will be done soon, as well as the upstairs office. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Soon we'll be shooting on the roof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think that wraps it up. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week about the season three finale. We'll get uh, we'll hang out in the projects, learn some chess, try on a funny hat. And uh, have a couple pan- panic attacks. Probably going to be some wire references too while we're at it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just watch the wire next week <laughs> as we discuss this. Compare Michael K. Williams back then to him today. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks. Bye. That's it. <laughs>